Joining me on Moving Radio is somebody we've had on previously, and we're very excited to talk about uh, their festival that they are part of. It is the festival program director of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. Brenda Lieberman, welcome back to Moving Radio. It's so nice to be talking to you again. Thanks for having me. Love being here. Look, there are people who try to make up this insane rivalry or hatred between the two cities. I don't get it. Maybe it's a jersey wearing thing. That's okay too, right? But <laughs> but when it comes to cinema, I don't think we really have those kinds of issues. So we're really excited to talk about the Calgary Underground Film Festival because you've had a pretty solid history and you've been on a bit of a break. You've been on the virtual kind of film festival break to a certain extent, streaming films, but now you're finally ready to go back in person. Before we kind of get into some of those details of that, talk to us a little bit about the dates that are upcoming for you in April and what people can expect out of the 2022 uh, version of Cuff without us getting into the films, because we're going to get to that right away. Yeah, so we've broken up the format of the festival this year to try a new version of the hybrid. So our festival dates are April 21st to May 1st. And the first eight days are going to be in cinema exclusive. And then we're going to go online for the last three days of the festival. This was a way to keep the accessibility model in place, uh, allow people from Edmonton and around the province to view the films and um, just you know, anyone with scheduling conflicts. So also, you know, still just getting our feet wet going back into in cinema. So it's exciting, but you know, not everyone's 100% ready. So this is giving us sort of a lot of range of options to play with. Yeah. And for anybody that's not familiar with uh, Cuff, maybe tell us a little bit about where you're based out of in Calgary and uh, just how that works. Because maybe our point of reference here in Edmonton, obviously, is at the Metro Cinema, where a lot of that stuff goes down. And for anybody that hasn't experienced this, talk to us a little bit about where you're operating out of. So we're, yeah, we're going into our 19th year and we're, we take place at the Globe Cinema, which is an independent uh, art house cinema downtown. It's got two cinemas up and down, and we're going to be operating at about 50% capacity. So it's a regular about 380, and we'll be selling up to 200. And we just take over the entire space. So uh, we convert the concession into our own, own run concession uh, with uh, local sodas, local beer, donuts, hot dogs, you name it. We like to have a lot of fun with a lot of really great indie products. We've got an incredible array of merchandise. It's like a ridiculous size store. We do live DJs before all of our films. So we work with your partner, CJSW, and we um, do D uh, DJ pairings to all the different titles within the festival. So it's kind of a fun little vibe when you walk in, getting ready for the film to start. We're going to bring that back again uh, this year, the way we always have. You know, it's kind of a really fun open space too for anyone who comes to a film by themselves and wants to just feel like they're really part of the community or the experience of the festival. Too, it's like people tend to start to recognize each other and really start to like form a community feeling around the festival. Uh, we also uh, do lots of little fun add-ons, so samplings of some of the products of our partners, giveaways. Cuff is a lot of fun, and we're really trying to showcase a really wide range of films, too, that we'll get into a little bit later. But the venue itself gets transformed for the duration of the event, and it's a great space to be in. We're talking to Brenda Lieberman, a festival director of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. It's going to be taking place April 21st all the way through to May 1st 
in uh, if you didn't pick up on it in the title, it'll be happening in Calgary. But there will be uh, films that are going to be streaming online that you can also watch if you live in the province of Alberta. It's kind of looking like if I was to do a bit of a guesstimate now until our final lineups announced, it looks like about half the films will be available online, hopefully for those who want to uh, do the virtual version. You know, that's still really good considering that, you know, we are shifting to a model for all film festivals where maybe they'll keep a little bit of that hybrid in some ways because people have gotten used to it. Maybe it's a revenue stream or maybe it's just an accessibility for a larger audience to promote not only the film, but the festival. So uh, I think that's a great thing to still have available for you and probably, you know, makes you even stronger at that point is the hope, I assume, right? Yeah. And we've always tried to make Cuff extremely accessible to from all angles. So, uh, I mean, we've never raised our prices. They're really affordable. So I was also mentioning we're going to have a hotel uh, deal with the Ramada downtown, which is like across the street from the theater. So if anyone is itching to get back to a film festival and wants to check any of it, any of it out in person as well uh, for something that's not available in the virtual uh, component, feel free to come down. We'll hook you up with some really great ticket prices. There's going to be room and the hotel is just like steps away. Yeah. So you've got a hotel if you want to get it straight across the street. You got a place to go where it's really easy to find. And, uh, and you've also got kind of, even if you are going in a smaller group or by yourself, I assume, you know, the way that it operates is that post-film uh, even pre-screenings, there's always kind of a buzz in the atmosphere. And especially because this will be the first time that you're back in two years. So I think people that even go individually, they're going to have a lot of people to communicate with and talk to about the films. That's what I always find about festivals is always the exciting thing is, uh, is the chats after a screening, right? Yeah, I, I can see that that's going to be happening this year. Like you could really see the shift in people's desire to get out and do things and experience things again and talk to people. So I'm looking forward to it. We can't wait. Yeah. And you probably already experienced that because, I mean, you've started doing your regular screenings at the Globe already this year. And I've probably seen that where people are starting to get a little bit excited about that too, right? Yeah, for sure. We're really trying to like program as many off-season films right now that we can just to get audiences comfortable with getting back to cinema again and experience, you know, the atmosphere and the vibe of these festival screenings. So it's a bit of training leading up to the festival and it's been going really well so far. You know, so far it's audiences have been great and they're once they come out to a film and they experience it again, if they haven't been lately with the COVID, we're finding that people are, you know, saying, okay, I've done it. Now I feel like I've got my feet wet. I'm ready for this. So. You know, you, we're going to talk about some of the films that you're going to discuss the kind of the early, the first wave, if you will, and the and the final wave coming out on March 30th. And before we even get into that, let's talk about another element that I'm sure you're really excited about is the 48 hour filmmaking challenge, which is back as well. Yeah. So we ran this 48 hour challenge for 10 years. Uh, we totally loved it. And the intention behind the 48 hour challenge, which is why we brought it back, was always to try and help like you know, foster and encourage more filmmaking in the province. And, you know, those, those who maybe, uh, maybe were a little intimidated to make a film or weren't sure where to start. Sometimes a 48 hour challenge with a group of friends is kind of a good way to kickstart that desire. We've had a lot of filmmakers over the years 
We've had a lot of filmmakers over the years who have come back to us and said, hey, you know, I started my career with the 48 hour challenge. Do you guys do it again? Or it's been like a lifelong memory for them. And, you know, even to where they are today after several features or like a new career in acting or something. So we've brought it back. It's uh, anyone's welcome to join, partake in the challenge. If you haven't registered yet, you could probably even get a last minute registration in if there's still a spot left. And they're teams of six. We're going to give out random genres. The genres are top secret. So we give a line of dialogue, a prop, and a genre. And then the teams all get 48 hours to shoot from April 1st to 3rd. Hold on to your film, top secret. And then we show them at the festival with a live jury. And it's a really fun experience for everyone to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whether you were in it or not, it becomes a lot of fun because I'm like, of course, everyone involved is sitting there watching it. And, uh, and I think that's part of the excitement is just everybody kind of communally waiting for themselves to come up, come up on the screen, not just necessarily something they've been excited to see. So I love that element of it. I'm so glad you have something like that back. Uh, I've seen several of like that, not only in Edmonton, but in other places. And it's always fun. Yeah, I think so too. At the end of the day, everyone just has fun watching it. it we're, we're less worried about, you know, how perfectly everything was shot and pull, you know, pulled together. We are speaking today with the festival director of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. It's Brenda Lieberman. It is coming up the 19th annual Calgary Underground Film Festival on April 21st, all the way through to May 1st. So now that we've kind of got some of the details about the festival out of the way, uh, the really exciting 48-hour filmmaking fest challenge, let's talk about some of the films that you can kind of like give us a little sneak preview of, a couple, a little taste, if you will, some appetizers of what's going to be happening the 21st all the way through the 1st. Sounds good. So um, one thing that we've always done at the festival and we've really missed the last couple of years is the... Um, Saturday morning cartoons with the all-you-can-eat sugar cereal party. This is a three-hour extravaganza of old retro cartoons from the 50s to 90s with commercials and PSAs cut in between. And, uh, you know, while we did it online uh, the last couple of years, if you have a chance to come this year in person, it is a lot of fun. It's going to be different, of course, with the reduced capacity, but it is like so nostalgic. Everyone always enjoys themselves. It's a ton of adults who are reliving their childhood memories. And then there's also people bringing their kids. So it's a lot of fun. In terms of some of the features that we're showing, we always also love to showcase local films, Alberta films. We consider everything in Alberta local. So uh, we are showing two feature documentaries, one called A Wicked Eden, which is about uh, the online fetish porn uh, creators and dominatrix. So it's a really great uh, profile of these women and the a story behind what um, their community. We've got another one called Friendly Local Game Store. This is about uh, the world's largest game store based in Calgary called Century Box. That is really just everything to do with like Dungeons and Dragons, board games. Anyone who loves to nerd out to games, this is like, this store has been a huge longstanding uh, store in Calgary and world renowned. The circle of board gaming, I think we call this the FLGS, the Friendly Local Game Store. No, I didn't expect uh, Sentry Box to be the way it is now. Remembering when Gord was uh, wholesaling and selling out of the back of his uh, vehicle. Lo and behold, he had all sorts of games and dice and everything he could want in his trunk of his car. And there was a little hole in the wall. A little box of mystery, uh, a lot of things kind of uh, 
going on there that you didn't quite understand, but as like uh, as a kid, you were like, yeah, I, I want to be a part of this. So we're going to be showcasing that one. Uh, these two films are going to be available uh, in the hybrid version, so they will be available online for Edmontonians. Uh, we've also got a, another documentary. I feel like I'm going to be naming mostly documentaries, but a few documentaries, uh, one called A Life on the Farm. So we've always brought the Found Footage Festival, which is a comedy um, a performance uh, produced by uh, Joe Pickett and Nick Pruer. And those two usually do live stand-up comedy with all these found footage videos that they do. And this is a feature version of a video that they came across. It kind of goes in through the life of this long lost home movies of some of this farmer. So it's called Life on the Farm. When my grandpa passed away, we went to his house and started clearing out his possessions. And one of my aunts found a videotape. Have you got your uh, video set up? I'm ready to play you some lovely pictures. Hi there. Charles Carson, <laughs> two-man farm. This farmer, Charles Carson, a neighbor of my grandparents, made this feature-length home movie. Hey, what are you doing here? It is a truly special work of art. Some cynics would laugh at it. I, I know that he did take sort of quite bizarre photographs of things, like Monty Python, really, when you think about it. I can't tell if this guy is a genius or a psychopath. And it starts to get really weird. We and this is go. also going to be available in both platforms. Also, uh, music docs. We love music docs. We're going to have more than the one we're just announcing. But the first one up is called Freak Scene, the story of Dinosaur Jr. I don't know where people get this idea that it's supposed to be fun or something to play music. It never occurred to us that it's supposed to be fun. Music was really important, and we wanted to do it. Please welcome Dinosaur Jr. Whatever they're playing or singing or writing or whatever, it's way more like... This film is amazing. If you're a Dinosaur Jr. fan or if you just like music, documentaries this one we thought was really great uh they need no further introduction and this one is in cinema only so great for a road trip if you want to come check it out uh, another music focused film this one is a really amazing uh narrative film called down with the king uh about a, a rapper who's kind of going out into a small town farming community try and get creative with uh, his inspiration for his latest recording that he wants to be doing. I recommend checking that one out. And Piggy is kind of one of the last ones we're announcing, which is a foreign film. It's a horror film that we saw at Sundance. It's very disturbing. This movie is really well done. The lead actress is unbelievable, but it really follows this girl who's been um, bullied by other girls in in her community and whatnot. And well, the whole film kind of gets messy and gory and bloody and it is a definitely a horror film with revenge. Hermita! Ah! 
No sé lo que ha pasado en la piscina. ¡Cervita! ¿Tú sabes algo? ¡Me llaman cerda! ¡Qué asco de tía! Mira la voz. ¡Tú no haces nada! ¡Cervita! ¿Dónde está Claudia? ¿Tú sabes algo de ella? Sara, ¿has oído algo? Piggy would be the last of the pre-announced films in addition to cartoons and 48 Hour. That's the tip of the iceberg, right? That's just a portion, a sampling of what you're going to hear about coming from the Calgary Underground Film Festival. Um, as of March 30th is when they announced the full lineup, but you can obviously go and see these films in person April 21st through to May 1st. So uh, as we kind of wrap up here, let's just explain for our listeners a little bit about how they can access uh, the streaming online films if they live in the province of Alberta. When does that work and how does that work and where do they go? So on March 22nd, we're going to be putting cast sales on sale. And then March 30th is individual tickets. And probably the best recommendation if you were to be partaking online would be to consider our five pack deals. So you could buy a five pack of films for $40, $8 a piece. They're going to be available on our website, or you could go for individual tickets, uh, students, seniors, uh, $8 and adults, regular adults, uh, $10. And just once once the lineup is available, you just kind of click and go and you should be able to receive uh, your ticket. You're obviously not going to be able to access anything to do with the platform until about a couple days before the online platform is ready. So those again are April 29th to May 1st. And you're going to be given a watch.calgaryundergroundfilm.org link. It'll take you to our backend platform on Cinesen and you'll be able to watch you know, either on Apple uh, or Roku or, you know, streaming, however you see fit, but there's going to be lots of options. Fingers crossed, our plan, if everything works out smoothly, would be that if we have a Q&A in cinema, our goal at the moment is that we're going to be able to record it and be able to post those with the films when they pair online. So you're listening to this interview early Hopefully we can meet our goal by the festival, but that's, you know, if the filmmakers are willing to be here and we're able to pull it off, that's our game plan. You did some excellent work in the last two years of communicating with filmmakers and having those uh, pre or the post film Q and A's after as kind of added content. Uh, And they were always really insightful, which is great, but I know it always means a little bit more because even for me in the last two years, just doing a handful of those, with other festivals that uh, it was just, it was great to be able to talk to people and, and see their film and talk to them directly after. So uh, either way that, that happens, I hope it comes down for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I forgot to kind of touch on that. We do have filmmakers that are actually really itching to get here for the festival again, mm-hmm. this year, which is fantastic. So we are planning to have some guests in attendance and that's going to kind of help add to the vibe of everything again too. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, here's my suggestion, listeners, okay? And I'm, I'm hoping Brenda will agree with this. First off, either way, however you get there, whether it's virtually or in person, you know, get those passes because these are films that are not super accessible online. They have not been released widely. And you know what? It means so much more if you actually pay money for it <laughs> than, than to yeah. just stream it freely online, which I know people, I know it's really easy to do, 
but uh, feel better when you're ripping off Disney. Don't feel good when you're ripping off small filmmakers. Then what you do is you go to Cuff Merch at calgaryunderfanfilm.org, right? You get yourself a t-shirt, you get yourself the cereal bowl, you get yourself a hat, you get yourself your sippy cup, right? You just go full cuff to get the true experience of what it feels like to be at or to, you know, go there and be part of the Calgary Underground Film Festival from April 21st to May 1st. Does that sound about right? Is that what people should do, Brenda? That's what I recommend to you. Yeah, that sounds great. And if anyone's not, you know, you're, we're going to have trailers for a good majority of the films too. So come March 30th when we announce the lineup. Yeah, dive in, watch the trailers, check them out. We look for everything. There's going to be rom-coms, music docs, regular docs, indie quirky dramas, genre film, horror film. Like there's, it's going to, we're planning about 40 films. So take a chance, watch the trailers, experience what uh, you suggested with the merch and the passes and the tickets we love it yeah and of course calgary underground film org is the uh internet hub the website hub if you will with all the information that you want uh let's just remind them too how they can hit you up on social media and uh, and get that daily feed of what's uh, what's happening with cuff yeah we're really active on twitter which is just at cuff uh, we're also super active on instagram i uh, will have live instagram takeovers by different filmmakers leading up to the festival uh, you can find us on Facebook. If you're not using social media, you can also register on our website for our newsletter. And we update uh, newsletter people first. So for sure, if you want to subscribe to that. Yeah. And YouTube, we have a YouTube channel where we are going to be putting all the trailers. So lots to check out. All right. Our guest today has been Brenda Lieberman. She's the festival director of the Calgary Underground Film Festival. And we'll be talking about the 19th annual installment of that festival. It's going to be taking place April 21st to May 1st. It'll be a bit of a hybrid, some of it online for residents of Alberta, but also you can check out some of the films at the Globe Theater in Calgary. Check it out for a weekend, stay for the whole week, whatever kind of time you have available. Brenda, thank you so much again for uh, being a guest here. I'm excited about the festival this year, and hopefully we can see each other in person this time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, me too. I hope so.